Hey guys, this is Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore. For those of you who love QF, a podcast about Howard Stern and would like to donate some money, there's two ways now you can do it. Uh, you can join our Patreon page, which is listed in the graphic you're seeing now. But also, if you'd rather not do a subscription-based thing, even if it's a buck a month or what have you, uh, you can use our PayPal account, which would be jimfix76 at gmail.com. Uh, and you can donate whatever you like, however you like, uh, one of those two ways, and we'd more than appreciate it if you'd like to do so. Thank you very much. Hey, why don't you rub your cock up against the phone? Let me see what kind of noise it makes. I'm not going to do that. Just do it. It's a big deal. Are you gay? Which Howard are you talking to? The one who asked that question. Oh, no. I'm just trying to be entertaining, that's all. Mm. I'm not gay. <laughs> My gay. Of course not. I have a wife. <laughs> a lot of gay men have wives. Yeah, but come on. You know me. You know I'm not gay. I'm just asking the guy how big his cock is. Well, you're asking him to rub it up against the phone. And all you do is mooch off of people. You do nothing. That's, you're a big homo. That's not entirely true. What do you do? Really? <laughs> I'm bisexual and I don't mooch off everybody. People are going to be shocked that you put out an exercise and diet book because they don't think of you that way, right? right they think right. about you. That, well, but, not... but, but here you are today with it's, is the book out now? Yep, Form of the Fifty. Is there a bunch of pictures of you with your shirt off so we no, can no, see no, your no. muscularity? Well, no, I didn't take myself off. Musculature. Yeah, we got to have an example. I want to see your musculature. This is not about. Uh, this is not the Chippendale show, Robert. Are you very ripped? If, if you took off your clothes now, you were totally nude. Would I see a man who is in the prime condition? You have to have life? him totally yeah, nude. Yeah. Would you mind being totally nude right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking my clothes off. <laughs> Please. How would you give me a strip in here? Yeah, please, if you have my girls, you bring up here. Take strippers. off your clothes. Take Must off your shirt. Let me see I'm what's going on. I'm not taking my shirt off. I want to see if you got titties on show. Last time I watched the show, I seen you had the porn stars up there. Yeah. And y'all, I had the girls in here stripping and stuff like that. I'm like, me? You want to bring me? Yeah, yeah. I want you nude right now. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm doing way too good for this kind of shit, Howard. Look at you. Look at your ass. You're so muscular. Do you have muscles in your ass that you'd like to show? I'm not doing this in a gay way. I just want to, you know, I just want to see if you're fat or not. I just want to see. It's not gay. No, I'm just saying, man. Some of your balls to the tip of your penis was over nine inches. I, no, right at the nine, nine inches. Yeah. Is that that's I didn't, you making me feel good, man? I thought that because when you watch porno, those dudes is like a foot. Nine is perfect. Oh, all right. Well, uh, maybe that's well, what, what that's, that's the secret. Perfect. Oh, that's yeah. Wait, hold on, Robin. You <laughs> is, is nine perfect, Robin? Perfect. What does Howard mean by that? You know exactly <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> My daughter's uh, 15. All her friends are, like consumed with who's gay and who isn't. Exactly. Yeah, that's like a big that's thing. That's the new thing. Yeah, right. They think I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's Thanks. gay. Welcome, everybody, to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix. With me, believe it or not, is Raven and Sam. So welcome, girls. Hi. Hey. <laughs> we have to... <laughs> I manipulated the episode so that 78 was fine because that's going to be out this weekend. Uh, Goober with a great Photoshop by Matthew Schultz. And um, we, uh, the Billy West finale was two parts. It was really one, but I made it, I made it so that it was 77A and 77B because I wanted 79, this episode, to be called 79. 
And uh, it, we basically, I thought, what did we, we talk about it so much, why not have an episode where we just play his just retardation completely? And uh, all little bits where he sounds like, a, 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 you know, a 79, and then just fucking laugh. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy this one. Um, we're going to start with uh, th- a lot of the clips that uh, 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 Raven has clipped already. And even if they're it's traveling over old ground, guys, forgive us, we couldn't resist. So the first one is called Grammar Police. And I, um, uh, you know, so that was pretty cool. Like, I've seen some weird celebrity stuff, but the idea of somebody carrying me around in their arms like I'm a baby, even I, who has tremendous hunger for love and attention, I, I, even I draw the line at that. I, even I think that's dumb. You know, she's like over the top. Like, asking someone to carry you like a baby in their arms, is, that, that's too much. That's it. That's that's. A, <laughs> I love the fact that he goes. Yeah, that, that sounds dumb. <laughs> it's too much. What do you mean? You're like seven feet tall. Who's cradling your fucking gigantic, massively ugly frame? I think that Robin corrects him real quick. You know, even I, mean, I who have, not mm-hmm. yes, I who has. No. <laughs> <laughs> But uh... <laughs> so this one, this next one, I love. Uh, I'm just I don't, should I even announce them? I just I'll let people hear them. Yeah, at this just point, just it. go for it. Yeah. Okay. So this, the diner that you own. In other words, my my the question I have is, how can you have a menu with like pork chops? And fettuccine alfredo, because okay, I get the fettuccine <laughs> or noodles. Oh, 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 oh my god! I'm wearing a shirt right now that says Italians do it better. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> do you make? Do you guys know you're missing a vowel, <laughs> Raven? Yeah, um, I can just imagine being out to dinner with him and him ordering a plate of uh, chicken parmigiano. <laughs> with uh, spaghetti and sauce on the side, of course. Half in the trash. Yeah. It's like uh, Calazzoni. Um, I mean, he really is like a fucking Les Nesman saying Chai Chai Rodriguez when he does any, any when he says anything. Um, the, Holy the, shit. <laughs> more recently, <laughs> I love this one. Oh, yeah. I have no problem with it. All right. Well, with, that's fascinating. Uh, Richard he living somewhere. He doesn't rabbit right now, but he could wander off and get around the wrong raccoon. Well, if he starts oh, by the slobbering, way, I'm not feeding him anymore. <laughs> I'm glad you said rabbits because one of the things my wife was teaching me over uh, he's What? <laughs> he mentions he mentioned that you're talking about rabbit. Uh, Robin just meant, brought up like good thing that I you know, know rabbit. Yeah, so he starts talking about rabbits. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with rabbit. No. Rabbit is an adjective right like they were rabid they were talking about fucking raccoons Mm -hmm. and he jumps to rabbits because it was rabid raccoons yeah Uh, yeah so we didn't call it 79 for nothing guys thought you listen to this i'll give you some facts about john's gamble uh john was once this this is amazing this is more shocking than the fact that you got all those blowjobs in college (laughs) Mm. john was once kicked out of the tropicana in vegas after being a (laughs) why does he have to fuck with this when have you ever heard someone say tropicana even like if it was orange juice i don't know 
Okay, uh, who was it made by Genghis Khan? <laughs> tomato, tomato. Okay, yeah. He's so out of touch. He can't even get simple things right. I mean, we've heard Venmo as Venmo. He doesn't know anything about real life. The guy Stanley. is in He's in a cocoon in these mansions. I swear to fucking God. Okay, well, what about like Chef Boyardee? The way he pronounces it. <laughs> oh, well, then there's the accented syllables. Let's not yeah. go there with exactly. Abelo, Zeppelin. Okay, let's keep going. It seems to me, and I think this is because of your intellect. Obviously, if you went to Harvard, you must have been an incredible student. You don't get in. I mean, 6% of the country gets into Harvard. Um, you must 6% have... of the country? <laughs> what? Has he ever taken a statistics class? Does he know how to do percentages? No. Come on, when Sam. Raven, when Raven clipped that, oh. I, fucking, I fucking hurt my stomach oh. laughing for five minutes. I Jesus still remember. Christ. You know... They'd have students pouring out of the dorm windows. <laughs> They'd be like shoveling them out of there. They'd be sleeping under the fucking beds. They'd be piled in the fucking drawers. Six <laughs> percent is nineteen million students, by the way. <laughs> I think I said you'd even campus the size of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Seinfeld, when Kramer has people staying at his apartment, and he's got people, and he tucks them in at night, and they're in the drawers. Yeah. <laughs> so this this yeah, would, that, would be the, that would be the Harvard. I just Welcome to do, day. I just want to do the most recent ones because there's not like a, I've got a tons more in the the archives, but I just just didn't have time to dig them all out. Although I did get some of them, the ones that stuck out especially. Well, in the art. <laughs> Consider Eskimo derogatory because it was used by racist, non-native colonizers. Most people in Canada and Greenland prefer terms like "intuit," "intuit." I mean, "intuit," "intuit," what? Right? Which means people. "Intuit" means the singular is "inuk," which means person. So "inuk" or "intuit." "Intuit." Yeah. That was not a joke. She corrected him, and then he can't, he just barreled forward. He said, "It's yep. into it." Oh, and my God. To, on top of that, it's the topic of racism. <laughs> and he has no fucking clue, as always. Yeah. He just, oh, my God. He just plows right through no matter what. And this isn't one of those things where it's like Latin acts where people who are Latina are like, I don't even know what the hell Latin acts is. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? Like they don't really want to refer to themselves as Latin X. I got truthfully. You. It's not like that. This is a word that's been around forever of how to refer to somebody. So yeah. why is he pronouncing as into it? Into it is into it. That's a different <laughs> word. And it's not it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's because Grandpa 79's cataracts are kicking in and he can't see properly. He keeps right. everything so fucking dark and his eyes are going. So Inuit looks like Intuit, intuition, all these things that like he's just reading a script. He doesn't know this stuff off the top of his head. It's so obvious. He's reading and he's reading it wrong because his eyes are fucking shit now, okay, along with we... his voice and his throat. 
Yeah, but is, would it, okay, I'm looking at it right now. I spelled it just to see if I would make that same mistake. And I still, like, I'm not inserting a T where there isn't one. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I have to add, I, you don't have to change Inuit so much that it doesn't look like it anymore. So it's either he's just retarded. It could be eyesight. His eyesight definitely is going. He's got those fucking, those goddamn uh, Onassis glasses on. But, um, but he, he, how much of it is he's just a dumb fuck? Okay, that's the other 50%. If it's not his eyes going bad, it's he's a dumb fucking asshole who never graduated with any real, like, schooling. The yeah. teachers just pushed him through because they were sick of his ass. <laughs> who hasn't heard the word Inuit? Right, especially who if you had to do... Who hasn't heard that categorized by right. now? Like, didn't, didn't, we all at some, didn't we all at some point do a study of North American tribes? and North, yes. like it just Yeah, it, native, right. native Canadian, Native American. Even we did one. We studied, you know, Mohawk. We studied, you know, uh, Mi'kmaq. We studied all. All f- it was. It was necessary at some point in elementary school, not even fucking high school. Although that was optional later on. Uh, yeah, uh, we have throughways in Buffalo that are more complicated to say, like the Skajakwita, For Christ's sakes, fuck right. you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love to hear. So, what about Schenectady? What would what that would be a feast for? <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I love well, this one. <laughs> We have Conchahawken and Schuylkill down here, but we're not quite as advanced. Okay, so if you spell, guys, D-E-L-A-V-I-G-N-E, what does it say? Carol Delevingne. Delevingne. Look, okay, look, two people got it. Okay, never mind that, uh, like, this is a a young actress that no one our age should know. Sam's a little bit younger, so she might know. I don't know. I only know her name from reading it in print a couple times, but I still could fucking pronounce it, not knowing who she is. Just listen to this fucking 79. Boy, did I waste time. I watched um, Will Smith's kid. I don't know his name. Jaden. Jaden. With Cara Devanyu, who's a model. (laughs) What? She's got (laughs) it. Oh my, you want to see the... <laughs> so Robin, Robin continues. Hold on. So, well, that's right up my alley and Beth's alley. We love these romantic movies. And um, I like that. And then I read on Daily Mail that Cara Devonu is dating Jaden Smith. Who is Devonu? You mean Delavini? Uh, she's she, she's <laughs> oh still stupid, God. too. <laughs> so now they're Italian and French. Yeah, exactly. Now... So okay, it's it's in that case. This is what I wanted to stress. Sometimes guys, when he gets on the show and he starts talking about someone, he wants to denigrate them. Yeah, he mispronounces their names. I'm certain it's uh, uh, you know it's uh, for sure it's um, reductive. He's doing it on purpose. In a case like this, this is just him being ret- just being stupid. Yeah, it, it, it's him and her. It's a yeah. double. <laughs> geriatric moment it's not just one it's both and they can't they're trying to outdo each other with how they know how to say the name and neither gets it right which is fantastic because you know the back office is typing them furiously trying to get the name out to them I in totally. like phonetic letters and they're not going to see it or do mm-hmm. it right it's not like the first day of school when it's like teachers say oh who's in class and they pr- they pronounce the last name wrong and then the student corrects them these are celebrities that are known in their zeitgeist that they should know. They should know what the name is. And by the way, if you're going to mention this story on the show, which has been already pre-scripted, you were going to bring up this topic. Somebody should have mentioned what the hell the name is. Devonu? <laughs> Delavini? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? 
My last name isn't even that complex by Greek standards. It's pretty much like Smith where we're concerned. But <clears throat> to the Anglos and to all of my teachers growing up, I had to like beat them to it before they even tried. So it'd be like, you know, oh, it's so-and-so here present, you know. And then, but my buddy, his dad was a real off the boater. <laughs> he named his kid Sophocles and their last name was Papa Christodoulopoulos. <laughs> so you can just imagine the fun he had writing his name on the test paper going around the side because there was no space. Imagine the wedding invites when you have to send out <laughs> for that. It's a, it's a scroll. <laughs> I, I had the same occurring. issue, though. It was always the real Anglo-Saxon teachers who, you know, yeah. didn't yeah. encounter any super Italian right. last names. They would always mispronounce my last name. And then you correct them. Fine. This isn't that situation. Right. It was always Mrs. O'Sullivan who had problems with it. Uh, let's see. Number. Okay. Oh, then we'll forget the number. We'll just keep going. And I, uh, you know, you need the kind of fame where, like, like David Lee Roth had it right. He said Van Halen was so famous that he used to go to Africa, the deepest parts of Africa, just to get away the Amazon jungle. <laughs> He would. <laughs> Let me keep playing a little more. Amazon is in South America. All right, same. That's like Africa to me. So <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All places he will never go to. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, Robin uh, knows uh, it because uh, she was on her way to uh, pass through Guatemala, so she was she was closer to it than him. Yes, Sam. <laughs> Looking I in fear. To the deepest parts of Quebec, and you know, Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The deepest parts of Quebec. Yeah. Exactly. What is nope. he talking about? And he just well, and it's all the same to him. It's all the same. No, I... it's a completely different place. What do you mean? <laughs> well, it is in in in, in, in a way he's right. Everything everything to him is there. I'm here, that's there. So it doesn't matter. If he's talking about Asia, uh, South America, fucking like Europe, it's all the same shit. He'll never go to any of it. Where is he gone? Mexico. And he's talking about, you know, guys' packages. That's about it. That's the extent. Go ahead, Raven, please. <laughs> he's not even going to South Miami, and he's in West Palm. Yeah. Which is an hour away. He's not going anywhere that's not outside his little circle of neighborhoods and Hollywood friends. You're if it's right. in the Hamptons, if it's in West Palm, or even at, in Manhattan, if he makes it back to the penthouse, who knows? Um, He's not out, going anywhere. Just out of curiosity, how, how long is a flight from, let's say, Miami to Cuba? An hour? Hour and a half? Yeah, about that. Okay. He could afford, like, a fucking villa in, in Cuba and just have a great fucking time. First of all, he can't have a great time anywhere. So basically, the Amazon is like the deli on the corner of the street to him. It doesn't matter. He's not going. <laughs> I wish I could have found. I wish I could have found the fucking clip where Robin. I think it was a wrap-up show where she said he used to drive around Manhattan. He used to drive in New York, and he would cry because he would get lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when the early days when he was driving himself around and i just I don't know where that clip went to but eventually i'll bring it out one day one of these days okay uh next clip is real short so excuse and me ask him about their side business yeah do you guys have side business <laughs> why don't <laughs> you were talking about quebec 
<laughs> he's like a Quebecer. You know, two three guy. We have four or five beer, and we we try we try to have a three 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 six uh, three six appetizer. <laughs> Drop an S. An S is completely optional. <laughs> yeah, he, he does not get articles or plurals correct. It's no it's ridiculous. So just and just to show you that's not a fluke, guys. Here's another one. What, what, did you watch Super Bowl at all? Is that your thing? Do you watch <laughs> it's like a movie character. Watch <laughs> Super Bowl. Did you watch Super Bowl at all? Okay, this did next one. I, I um, love. What? <laughs> You mean the biggest thing in America? <laughs> Do you really think Ace Fraley? Let's say you did get the phone. Ace Fraley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched him with Pele. <laughs> okay, this next one I'm going to play, guys. I know we you ran some a, of you we, we ran a Rayleigh. <laughs> Mayday. <laughs> Me day. Payday. <laughs> okay. okay next one sim cards and dead air you'll you'll, you'll remember this rant or you'll have heard about it but you may not have heard the clip so here we go listen i i'm very well versed on the new technologies you know what a sim card is yes i do oh, i just see it in my phone right. you're not battery. only going to see it in your phone you're going to see it in your car very soon a sim card no <laughs> waiting <laughs> 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 let me get let me get my Nintendo game out and go like this at the bottom when it doesn't work. <gasps> and push it back in and hope it works again. <gasps> Donkey Kong, can you please work now? <gasps> what he's saying right now is about the equivalent of saying, here's my Atari 2600 Yars Revenge cartridge and plug it into your 8-track in your car. <laughs> Okay, so the context was he was talking about um, basically Wi-Fi. He was talking about um, uh, what was going to be, what was later, you know, streaming, more commonly streaming stuff coming through your car. But he, he thought SIM card was what you used <laughs> to, to get a signal. <laughs> so play, I'll play a little more. Thanks, Jeff's check. And once that happens, it's called Game Changer. Right now, there's something in your car. <laughs> It enables you to take your cell phone, whatever it is, pop it in, and you will have radio, any radio you want, any music you want. This is and this is pre, well, not pre, 2010. Where would you guys remember that there were? Um, could you get receivers like Bluetooth receivers in your cars at 2010? I don't know. This I didn't have Bluetooth. We had, I don't even think we had USB back in 2010. USB, we of had, course. We had adapters for iPods at that point. You could use yes. an iPod or a CD player in your car. Right, the 3.5 um, jack that you could plug in your whatever, your iPhone or your, your, your iPod or something like that, plug it in and, and use the, the dash to play your music. Wasn't Honestly, that out of like a car lighter though? Mm, well, that to charge it, but then to, to to play the you know in the old days, Sam, we talked about this early on in the in the podcast um, about remember those cassettes you would with the wires and you would plug your I, CD player I had in, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was most people had standard cassette decks in in basic you know cars, so That's right. um, when CDs you came had... out, it was like <laughs> you may as well put a turntable in your car. 
You had to. You had to. Yeah, it was really the ghetto. Best, the best was when you had your CD um, holder in your visor, uh, your sun visor, and yeah. say it got a little worn over time because of the sun and everything else. And then all of a sudden, you hit the brakes really hard, and all of a sudden, <laughs> all the CDs went flying. You're like, Mother. Fucker. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're littered with Backstreet Boys CDs. <laughs> so let's keep going. Uh, we're going to go through some of these things here. Um, this this one I don't think I'm going to play because it's just him talking about Boston University. We play that uh, a couple times, so I'll leave that one alone. But these are now we're getting into stupid wiggy questions, and this is with Orlando Bloom. Because you know, was was Johnny upset with you personally when you decided to skip one of the pirates movies? Like you, made I didn't it. decide to skip it. But oh. He wasn't. He was like, no, he you didn't that. decide that. I thought that you would like. <laughs> clip. I decided to call it Brock Linehan. Come back. All is forgiven. <laughs> oh, totally clueless. Yeah, and he does this so often. He just comes with questions. I'm a little at a, I'm a little at a, at a loss for words with with this these these things when it happens. Is it he's free he's free forming a question and he decides I'm going to ask this because that's what's coming to my head, or did someone actually stupidly write down erroneous information and he's reading it? Raven, lazy staff fuckers wrote some of these. There's uh -huh. no way he could come up with these on his own. He's okay. got a staff of Will, Jason, Hine. Who knows who else on the 80-person team that mm -hmm. is coming up with this stuff. And it just it makes them look so bad, honestly. Yeah. As listeners and most people who are listening, you always have a few people who are well-versed in these things. And then to hear him butcher a question <laughs> and get the no answer, I love it. I love it. That's what I live for when I'm listening anymore is yeah. the no's is the complete idiocy and that's why we're doing the show yeah. in tribute exactly and it's also i think too it's a narrative that he wants so he's looking for viral clips mm -hmm. he's looking for he's fishing for that viral moment of sparring with johnny Depp and orlando bloom yeah. so he just completely made up something Right. So this, as if to illustrate the point, the next clip is called, please tell me you shit in front of men so I can beat off. I read you even like shit in front of these guys. Like there like, was just like, there was no even private bathroom on this thing, right? No, I didn't. Who said that? Oh, okay. No, there was, I peed. I'm not there was a that. public, there was a bathroom that we'd use. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, shit in the woods, bro. What's all the right, problem? All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted wow. a mental picture of him shitting naked, like shitting in front of other people. That's that's exactly what that was. Seventy nine. Well, worse than seventy nine. Demented, fucking scat uh, obsessed. Seventy nine. Scat sex obsessed. Raven. Creepy ass motherfucker looking for dirt or uh, one liners to use to put for Buckwald articles to post and be like, "Can you believe Orlando Bloom shat in front of?" co-workers <laughs> like that's the co that's the headline he wants for real that's it's correct no it's no joke it's so scary mm -hmm. this next clip is called the mystery of superman is revealed to 79 <laughs> <laughs> how do you shoot them by the way when is that, guy... is that, would we call that multiple orgasms <laughs> no but i'm serious how do you shoot something like that when a guy's fucking a woman and he levitates do are they uh, in other words they're simulating sex and then how do they raise them up like that? Is that also, it's all wires mm. so the guy is wired and <laughs> Wow. So what did he think? They really floated? Oh, my God. And the tooth fairy and Santa Claus are also real. What? 
Right. It's because okay, so a lot of these clips guys are real short, so bear with us. This one was uh, when he interviewed Christian Stewart, and this one is uh, you just listen for yourself. It's called "Wow, It's You." I'm so used to seeing you. Wow, that's you, huh? Wow, I'm so used to seeing you. <laughs> what does uh -huh. that mean? <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I, oh Jesus fucking Christ on the cross! Could you imagine if he saw? Would you say that if if he was like say invited to the White House or something? I'm so used to seeing you. <laughs> this the, this but anyway, this, what an idiot! He's this such an idiot. This particular interview, I don't recall. It wasn't twi It was well after Twilight, so she's not really hot anymore. And uh, she was doing something else, like one of those that maybe that Cinderella or de reboot. What was it oh, called? Adventureland. Maybe, maybe, yeah. And um, uh, I think it was. Uh, she uh, she was doing. Oh God! It'll come was back it Beauty, to Beauty and the Beast. Something like that. Oh, and... Snow White. Snow yes, White. Snow. Yeah, whatever they called it, though they called it something else. Though it, it was Snow White story. That might be it. Yeah. Anyway, this this one's called "How to Short Circuit in Mid Non Question." Isn't it? You know. And then, but on the other hand, you're a young girl, and especially when Twilight came out, what were you about twenty? One, two. I was eighteen. You were eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the intro to that, where he goes, "Would you?" Uh, it was exactly like the Emily Stern article when he's like, eh, "But you know, it's okay." I'm, I'm sorry. Mm -mm. So I'm going to play that one real quick again. Isn't it? You know, and then, but on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> just in case you didn't hear it, guys. Hand, one more time. You're a young girl. <laughs> Isn't it? You know, and then, but on the other hand. <laughs> and then, but on the other hand. What the fuck? What is that supposed to mean? There's your greatest it, it, interviewer. Yeah. The sleight, of, the, and the sleight of hand. If your hand was a giant mitt at a... <laughs> or a, gi a giant finger at a football game waving in the air. Yeah. I mean... So bad. How does it... nobody? And then this is what happens: you get the press that covers him as a great interviewer, mm -hmm. and you get celebrities who still tack on this. I love him no matter what, and it's still the best interviewer, best interview. Lies, all lies. Cover one hand, washes the other. This is how you know Hollywood's a cesspool of disgusting just cover for each other because if you are saying that this guy is the best interviewer <clears throat> you're full of shit and what are you hiding for well, lying yeah. for this yeah why or are you lying or what are you smoking raven how can how can he even be called that when no one references him in other interviews saying mm -hmm. oh howard stern was so good he dug up this information on me his information is not reused in other interviews. No, it he isn't. is not quoted as saying, I loved my interview with him. Nobody is giving him any kind of praise for any of these interviews. No, no. one's retweeting any of this shit. Not even the people in the fucking interviews. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's just smoke up our ass, as always. Like more recently, there was an Emily Blunt interview um, and he 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 asked a marvel question because it was explained that maybe she's going to she and her husband are going to be the mr and mrs mrs fantastic because they're going to reboot up for the upteenth time fucking fantastic four but she gave like a non-answer and yet that was 
because the Marvel thing is so huge, there's people that, oh, she's there. Let's find out what comes out of this interview. So they took that non-information and decided to make an article about it on Yahoo News or something. And it wasn't as if that was some amazing piece of, that was a get. She said nothing. She didn't confirm anything. And right. they still released it. So it was like, at this point, they'll grab at anything the internet when it comes to someone doing an interview but it doesn't have any staying power it's not like this is going to last for years and years it's not like a, a playboy interview or um some you know the way 2020 used to do it or barbara walter's interview would have some kind of publicity yeah sam but i'm saying celebrities they will still say i still listen to howard's interviews they're still the greatest interviews like sarah silverman recently said that and i'm like what the fuck is she talking about? It's a lie. So to mm -hmm. me, if you're lying like this because you've heard the show in the past and you're a fan, you know mm -hmm. that the interviews are absolutely horrible. Yeah. You know this. Why are you saying this? So to me, it's like one hand washes the other. What are you covering for? What do they have on you and what do you have on them that makes this sort of agreement where I'm going to keep saying this line of propaganda and you're going to keep your mouth shut about what there's so, there's some sort of formal agreement between it's it's the same reason why he didn't say anything about Ilaria or whatever there's some sort of weird agreement between celebrities where it's like I'm just going to keep promoting whatever the hell you're pro you're proposing you're mm -hmm. going to propagandize the fact you're a great interviewer I'm just going to keep saying you are even mm -hmm. though I know you're not Right. Raven? This is the whole Hollywood game. It's everybody kisses everybody's ass in a whole circle jerk. Right. And then we wonder why he doesn't get called out for blackface, for racism with Ching Chong, <laughs> or so um, dehumanizing, <clears throat> excuse me, dehumanizing women in the past or present mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. future, who knows, or for any of the gay stuff or the scat stuff that we cover. And it's because he's protected. He's in the club in Hollywood. Whether we like it or not, he's, he's got enough money. And well, it's, it's money and, in and Hollywood cloud, supposedly. Will, yeah. I'm we'll just keep saying, chipping away. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut, I didn't mean to cut, I didn't mean, that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but what I was going to say, Raven, was this. Do you think it's something where... First of all, there's the pink mafia, which a lot of people believe exists and I know exists. We've done, we've done the reading. David Geffen is at the head right. of that for sure. And Ryan Seacrest is definitely in, in, in on that, but he's still up and coming, right? Relatively speaking in the business. Um, yeah, there's, in a terms whole of... there's the whole t Twitter sphere that tries to take that down and accounts go up, go down, go up, go down that try to reveal yes. the, the whole pink mafia and who's involved and who does what and it's freaking amazing roy cohen look at this look at that that document that that's sort of the hbo film angels in america he was a legendary gay lawyer like that like incredibly powerful uh lawyer who um controlled he he had he was so fucking powerful but he was in the closet like he would yes. actually blackmail people and fucking destroy careers and uh anyway it's it's just documented guys look it up and so do you think he's part of that, or does you think he's he's sort of in circles like that? Okay, so I'm willing to go out. I, I was dancing around this, but since you guys brought it up, I'll go with it. The whole Gaffin Seacrest thing mm -hmm. that 
in the they call it the Velvet Mafia, the Pink right. Mafia, mm -hmm. is a thing for sure because they're promoting a gay now slash transgender agenda, mm -hmm. and Wiggy is part of that. So he hence he is protected. He's covering these topics. He's talking about it, whether it's made up or real, whether mm -hmm. it's jazz or a caller who's fake. He is pushing this so hard. And we saw it in the 2013 summit. Mm -hmm. This should not be a surprise to us that this is the way he's going to go with the, sh the show in the future. Having right. wilding is a goldmine for him because right. he's got all his gay dalliances going on. And now we've mm -hmm. got Ralph calling in as a fake caller called Max, who's just using a voice changer. So, yes, I believe Wiggy is in this velvet slash pink mafia. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like another version of the Illuminati. It's an offshoot, maybe. Yeah. I know we don't talk about that very much because, you know. It's not a conspiracy-based show we're doing, so. Yeah. yeah, we're not a conspiracy pod. But in the same sense, like, some of this stuff has to be real. There's so much talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I believe if there's, let's say, with the Illuminati, you got 33 degrees or levels you can be at. I think Howard is like in the teens. He he's climbing his way up. He's doing everything he can. But it's funny because in the C Dan post about this was they uh, Geffen and Seacrest kicked Ellen out because mm -hmm. she was being too bossy and trying to take over. Mm -hmm. So Wiggy went on Ellen's show which is a really interesting dynamic if you look at it because she was promising people to move up the ladder if they would suck up to her. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's he was how almost... Beth got on for no reason. Yes. And remember he was on with Colton, who's now the outed gay bachelor. Yep. So yep. there's this very big interconnected incestuous gay theme. Mm -hmm. Not that we have anything against gays, but like when, We've paid for Howard for all these years and been promised things. I want him and to come out. Things. Just come out. It it really is painful to listen to because we know it's so fake. It's not real. It's so, transparent. Sorry, guys. It's yeah. just it's yeah. it's sad. It's it's pitiful, but it's not stopping. It's going to keep going, no matter well, what we say, no matter what we tweet. Nothing. Nothing's going to change. It's just going to get worse. I'm done. Well, the, the thing, no worries. The thing is, this is what I've, I was, you know, he doesn't have clout in the way a super mega producer like Geffen does. He has money, which is important, but clout is different than money. Like a, a producer can get stuff greenlit. Him with his money, he can't get, he can't get fucking, unless he's going to bankroll it himself, he can't get Beth a job. Not a good, not a good one anyway. Um, not because, anymore. And he, and also, he certainly doesn't want her to be prominent. So it's all, let's give her this picayune, penny-ante shit that she's going to fail at. No one's going to pick up. She'll feel happening because she had a chance at a pilot of something like Mom Caves. But when it fucking tanks, she will, she'll be like, well, that's the business. Sometimes, you know, it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And she'll, it'll shut her the fuck up for a while. And um, with, in terms of Ellen... Um, yeah, the connection, uh, Sam Simon's another one, not a guy with real clout, but he had shitloads of money from being, um, was it, he was part creator. He was responsible for helping create the Simpsons, I believe. And he got a credit that way. Creator credit. Yeah. Creator, uh, contributor. Yeah. Writer for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So Supervisor, he, in, executive in perpetu producer. 
Right, in perpetuity, he got bankroll from that fucking show, even though he had nothing to do with it after not very long. And uh, that was like a lottery ticket. So he would have been part of that. Like if there's a, if there's a tier of gay Velvet Mafia sort of members, Wiggy's in there, but he's not at the top. He's not nowhere near the top. He's just, well, like Sam Simon, Protected. rich. Rich, but not, not a kingmaker. He's not someone that can actually do a whole lot within the business. And, um, anyway, that's a, a bit of a digression guys, but I, I found that one kind of, I found that topic a little bit interesting. Um, next one is called photography equals rape. It is weird. Yeah. And it does seem weird when it, especially when it happens to a girl who's 18 or 19. It felt wrong. Yeah. It feels like a rape in yeah. the sense that you're Don't whole, say that. <laughs> well, no, well, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like a complete invasion? I, I'm, I'm not comparing rape to being photographed. No. Uh, you just did. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what exactly I just uh. did. Yeah. And he used to do that a lot. He used to use rape as the go-to analogy for just about anything that was, you know, uh, an invasion or some kind of, a, you know, some kind of a violation of some privacy or whatever. It's like, <laughs> have you ever been raped, asshole? It, no. It's a big, dif- big just, difference. It, not understanding colorful language and how to <laughs> properly use it i suppose 79 <laughs> the next one is called in a way in a sense it's weird young your mm. parents were in show business uh, um behind the camera right yeah. your dad was a set designer i want to say stage manager stage manager and what was your mom doing <laughs> uh, she was <laughs> right so in a way it's weird <laughs> in, in a way, way <laughs> Him and it's Gary are the weird. worst the worst abusers of that fucking word. Weird. They use weird for everything. When they want to say uncomfortable, uh, when they want to use it for um, just incredibly stupid or uh, in- unfair, they use weird. Why? Sam? It, actually, they use the word weird when they want to make a point without making the point perfectly to her face so they want to try to say to her your parents were involved in show business Mm -hmm. and then go from there and they want to try to paint this picture of and then somehow you were forced into show business or you were luckily granted Mm -hmm. these uh you know acting jobs because of your parents were in the business but instead of cutting to the chase they use this word weird it's supposed to be it's, it's very nebulous the way they use it it can mean anything it can but it's mean usually anything. negative for getting away from it you're right yeah so that's the way they use the word weird it's it's weird it's weird no it's not weird it's purposeful how you're using it you're purposefully painting a roundabout picture in order for her to try to kind of kind of gauge what you're saying, kind of gauge the listeners to what you're saying, and then using the word weird to circumvent it. Raven? The word weird is easier to say than nepotism. (laughs) So (laughs) he's going to avoid S's, C's, and X's, which are his enemies in the uh, alphabet, by the way. And that's what's the way I, the way Bowie would use it, especially on the wrap up show is we're getting into a weird area 
No, you wanted to say we're getting into a really uncomfortable, awkward area. We're getting into an area where it's it's going to be negative or something. And he uses weird to just be general to generalize and go, hmm, this is um, not wanted. This is unusual. Mm, that's fine, but it's not unusual. It's actually just really awkward and uncomfortable. So say it. Say this is a really tragic way for things to go, Sam. That's 100% right, because Bowie does that all the time, especially if you look back at um, old shows or wrap-up shows when people were getting tenser, people were having fights about certain things. He would say, it's getting weird. It's not getting weird. weird. It's getting honest. You don't like having the mirror put back and reflected back on your face, Mm -hmm. any of them. In right. the elite well, status of the show, when you're or, when the mirror is put back on you, Robin, Fred, Howard, or Gary, then all of a sudden it's oh, I'm going to reflect back the word weird, that's which right, means because, yeah, uh, Raven, and then I got a point. Yep, isn't it weird how Billy West just up and left for California? <laughs> isn't it weird how he didn't say anything or say goodbye? Right, huh? Weird. Weirdo. Yeah, well, the thing is, he would also use it in the case of, like, when something... Yeah, it was, un- it was uniformly negative. Now, weird is negative, true. Most of the times it's used as, as, as an adjective. It's, it's neg- meant in a negative way. Um, but uh, instead of just strange or unusual. But weird is... Ne- it's almost like when you use the word, she's sweet, but you really mean she's fucking dumb and nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, she- just... Yeah. Chelsea Handler famously used that with Beth. Yes, she to did. To Howard, he would right. always, she would always say, "Oh, yeah, she's so sweet." Oh, yeah. and then to her face, she goes, "Oh, mm, you're so sweet," meaning sweet. you're a dunce. Yeah, dummy, nice, harmless. That's sweet. It's very condescending, and it is another word for weird would be odd, but yes. odd has a negative. Uh, way about it too so yeah it's just not they they just go with weird because the whack pack is weird but the whack pack is funny to them too so it it can come off in many different ways yes and especially when they were dealing with finance and somebody would call in about finance questions and then gary would say well we're we're, well it's it's a little weird in a way no it's it's a shitty way and you don't want to say it's shitty so you say weird instead asshole just admit you're getting underpaid or you're doing work you shouldn't be doing because you're not getting paid for it sam yes for when any time a caller would call up and challenge buoy on serious uh stock or serious listeners or serious profits he would always mm-hmm. say well it's a little bit different here it's a little weird it's a little <laughs> weird and <laughs> meaning I don't want to combat you in yes. hard numbers or no. facts. Right. So I'm going to use the word weird to just totally just... negate this conversation conversation right. and skate right over this. That's so right. weird in Howard so Stern. Escape. Yes. Yeah. The next one is, I'm not joking, guys. This is the question. What is a gay Christmas movie? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of gay people. Yeah, uh, and, always, and there have always been, yeah. What is a gay Christmas movie? In other words, it's, it's following a couple that's gay in the movie? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you what's a gay Christmas movie. Look at that card you sent out to all your fucking... Where you're dressed like a fucking... I don't even know what to say. 
let's plug that in. You're wearing a wig down to your belly button. You look like a puppet, a sad, drawl puppet. Okay, it's incredibly so sad. Broomhilda. Yeah, and Beth <laughs> is just sitting there like Santa, thinking to myself, I'm not getting paid enough for this contract. When can I do a bump? Okay, so the next clip, we're finished with Kristen Stewart for now, and then we're going to go into some of the Roger Moore questions. And this was uh, a story that uh, Roger was talking about, um, Rhonda Fleming, who was a famous Hollywood actress and a, a ginger. She was stunningly fucking gorgeous. And I just put oh, up a picture beautiful. of her. Yeah, Don't and... forget to plug in that uh, Christmas card. Oh, no, God, no, for sure. Let me see. Well, hold on, let me see. Mm-hmm. You, which which the one where he's sitting on Beth's lap, or the lap yeah. of the black black and white one where he's by himself and his legs are sitting, crossed. Uh, legs the are one open. where he's oh both. Okay. Well, there's one <laughs> where she's Santa and he's like dressed as a woman. That's right. There's that one, but then in the same, he's dressed as the same. Uh, it's a black and white still from him in that same getup. Mm-hmm. Only he's hunched over a chair and his legs are open, and there's a star where his his lady bits, his lady parts will be. Oh, God. Yeah, both. Yeah. Uh, work uh, called Jeff Hunter. He was a very good-looking guy under contract to uh, Fox. He was sort of the to keep R.J. Wagner on his toes. Right. Was, uh, they brought him in to keep Robert Wagner yeah, kind of like in his place. Yeah. In his place. It's yeah. brilliant, isn't it? We have another guy. Yeah, we got another good-looking guy. We'll get rid of your ass. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff said, called me. I was staying at the Knickerbocker Hotel. In, uh, I have to, I have to cut this one up, guys, because it's a little longer. And and sorry, his poor Sir Sir Roger uh, is not exactly a master storyteller. I mean, what he's saying is actually quite interesting. It's just the way he's saying it. it's quite you know monotone. But bear with us. Hollywood, and he called me. So I, I said, I'm going to pick you up, and we're going out. We're going to Rhonda Fleming's house for a dinner. Ooh. Oh, I said, Rhonda Fleming. Oh. The ice skater. Oh. <laughs> he mixed what? up with Pe- Peggy, Peggy Fleming. <laughs> I oh got God. that. I got and that. Who was also cute, by the way. Don't don't mistake me, guys. <laughs> but she, don't, don't get me wrong. But uh, big difference. No, no. she wasn't an ice skater. She's an actress. Rhonda Fleming. Rhonda Fleming. She's a hot actress. Red hair. Yeah, Beautiful. she was a big star. Beautiful girl. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know. I think you're very strange. Peggy Fleming. I think think you're probably thinking of Rock Hudson. (laughs) 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 Do you do you think he he pegged? Do you think he pegged Wiggy as being a Finoke? Even at age eighty-four, when Roger Moore did this interview, he had to know what he was walking into. But he just kind of like kept his deadpan voice going about him, and that was it. That's all. He just blew him off completely. So, yeah. So, yeah, Sam, you're 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 on board with this one because I, I when I heard the comment originally, I go, that came out of nowhere. That he wouldn't have said that if he. Roger Moore doesn't seem like the type of person that would just let a comment like that fly if it wasn't for purposeful direction. Hmm. Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> Rest and, in peace, Sir Roger. Thank you for that little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, dope. And by the way, that actress was beautiful. She was like a redhead Hedy Lamar. Right. Gorgeous. 
or Maureen O'Hara, you know, like total, just, just, just stunning. Gorgeous. I love, I love gingers and Margaret's my favorite. Um, Mine too. The next one, uh, <laughs> what was the one, <laughs> what was the one Paul Lind line? Cause she did, um, she was in Bye Bye Birdie, I believe, right? Of course. So amazing. So they did a production, right? And then he comes down from his dressing room and everybody's giving her all these praise, this praise. Like she's a brilliant young star and you're going to have a great career. And he comes down and he goes, well, I guess I'm the only person here who doesn't want to fuck Anne Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Love Paul. So this one's uh, Sinatra was a bully. Oh, maybe not. Frank was a peckerhead, right? I mean, he was a little weird. He was not a little weird. He's one one of the great men. Was he? <laughs> because I get the sense that he was kind of a bully. Like, like, like uh, he'd hang around with mob guys. And while he was a talented man, a singer and an actor, he would um, he would bully like the guys around him. Well, he wasn't a bully. No, I got that's the impression I get that he really wasn't such a great guy. <laughs> that's the no. impression. What, what impression? What impression would he get from not having ever spent any time with them? He would have been kicked out of that circle in five seconds flat. He could have never hung. You could have never hung with that type of crowd. You no. would have never been able to. I just, I would have given anything to sat at a table with those types of people, especially back then. Are oh, yeah. you kidding me? Howard? <laughs> Raven. <laughs> it's another example of him looking for like a vicious headline to post on somebody who can't defend themselves because they're dead mm-hmm. and trying to dig for dirt where there is none. He, or maybe there is, but Roger Moore is not going to give up dirt in this instance. No. And he just, again, plays it total baseline, just flat. Nothing to see, nothing to hear. And he just shuts them down, which I love. Well, first of all, Sinatra's friends were incredibly loyal to him, and uh, Sinatra was was certainly no saint. There's lots of there's loads of admitted history out there where you know he, uh, you know he he went up at, against Carl Cohn and called him a kike and got his fucking face punched in when he went to the uh, I think it was the Sands. That's before um, the Rat Pack went to uh, uh, Caesar's Palace, I think, and. Um, and he, because he was drunk, belligerent, he was he was definitely like a strong arm type of guy when he could, when he wanted to be, but uh, he most of his friends were incredibly loyal to him, and even in death and stuff, and they were just were very respectful of him, and it was basically a thing where if you were in with him, you were in for life, and it wasn't a it wasn't a mafia thing. He wasn't he was connected to the mafia, but he wasn't actually mafia. But they had a loyalty to him that was like the mafia in a way. It's a friend thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's an Italian or Sicilian thing. I'm not saying it is, but it mm-hmm. is definitely a thing where you're friends with people in that circle of people and you really go to bat for them or you're in that group and you will not say anything bad about them because they're good people and they're good friends to you. So regardless of what you hear on the outs of it, you're not going to comment on that because you don't feel that way and exactly. it's not your place. And you won't do that. You're not. You're not cheap like that. You're not. You're not going to do that. Okay, guys. Uh, we're going to now play a longer clip, and I'm going to have to clip it up, uh, cut it up accordingly. But this one was from 2003. So the evolved human was like in his early 50s when he decides that oh, he's going to double down on how homosexuality is curable. 
and it's an edit, it's not the full clip, but I want you guys to fucking hear this. This is an evolution. This is some guy explaining how he is not gay. And he was reconverted, absolutely. And one, especially for you guys to hear the slip-up when he mentions OCD and, and, and gay. He, he confuses them, but that's him talking about him. You tell me if I'm wrong. And you guys, I want to hear your thoughts for sure. I was going to ask you a question. You know, you were talking about gays and whatnot. Is homosexuality a physiological thing or is it like an emotional thing? Emotional. And it's like a learned thing or they don't, like you said in your book, they don't want to grow up, right? No, no, no. It's not a put down. Being gay, I got no problem with anybody being well, yeah, gay, but it is a psychological thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not a, you can even see a lot of chicks I know who are not gay all of a sudden they become gay because they want to be fit in with all like strippers and stuff. I know a lot. Of <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ almighty. It only gets worse. Uh, okay. The strippers, they want to fit in, so they start doing gay stuff. Yeah, but like what about up, hardcore right? gays? Not these fashionable gays. No, that's, gays. that's psychological, too. Is it's it? a reaction to society, yeah. Because but they don't want to grow up, like now. you said in your book, and they don't want to be responsible and raise a family. No, it's, it's, Haven't it's, you ever seen a two- or three-year-old who you know is going to be gay? No. Yes, no. I have. I haven't. I have seen gay children. No, no. Oh, please. I haven't. I've seen gay uh, OCD people. I mean, not, not gay OCD people. Three-year-old OCD people. You go, how can... <laughs> <laughs> you, you throw something in his fucking sandbox, and he will destroy <sighs> that toy. Doesn't matter what you give him. You give him Fisher-Price, it'll be in pieces. And he himself will be in pieces and always show his true colors. Sam. Oh, my God. He sit in Toy Story just blowing up fucking toys <laughs> in his backyard. He's got... No idea what the hell he's talking about. None. He has no idea what he's talking about. And he, at this time, think about the listenership he had. And by oh, the yeah. way, everyone, Alec Baldwin in his new podcast with his wife, Ilaria, just came out with this revelation that Alec has OCD. No joke. <laughs> that was their big reveal <laughs> in the podcast that Alec now has OCD. And we you should know. feel pity on him. I almost shit and died. He, they had Howie Mandel on their oh god, their one star rated podcast. I suggest everyone get on that uh, podcast on Apple, rate it one star, and shit all over it. Anyway, well. the point is this tying in OCD and gay and everything else is so so wrong. Mm -hmm. He's a terrestrial, and, it, and there's there's no disclaimer. It's just him spouting off his bullshit. And I'm sorry to me, this is a gay man admitting that he he's trying to convert himself to the to the public. I'm sorry, or bisexual, whatever you want to call it. But let's put it in the group, right? Uh, LGBTQ, etc., etc., etc. Right? What is this actually doing for people who have real OCD, by the way, or well, yes. really trying to come out of the closet? <laughs> That's funny. If Alec Baldwin is actually, if Alec Baldwin's doing that, uh, I can just imagine him yes. going to Robin saying, "No, oh, you know, I invented OCD, Robin. <laughs> he stole it. He stole it from Miss America. <laughs> I did that twenty five years ago." So hold on for a second. Let's play a little more. They be OCD at three years old because that's psychological too. I know it. I lived through it. But in your case, in particular, no, all you lived cases are. Oh, stop it! And gayness, maybe as early as three, you could start do acting that out. But it is. And it what might, is it a reaction right? to at that point? It's a reaction to environment. It's a reaction to a lot of different things, but mostly the environment. 
fucking parents. I, I don't know why we're talking to you. <laughs> just telling you. It's something that actually can be through psychological uh, work. Oh, my fucking Lord. Knowing what we all know now. And there, guys, I know I'm going to yeah. open my... We're going to open ourselves up to a bunch of people in the comments section. Well, how do you know it's not this and that? Like, fuck off. Just fuck off right now. And I'm not even entertaining that bullshit. Uh, like, <laughs> who would choose to be <laughs> fucking marginalized? Okay, not in 2021 so much, but still very dangerous in certain countries where you cannot come out. It's think of the Middle Eastern countries, especially if you're gay and you got to, you know, you oh, got to go along with even, the flow. How Fuck. could he even at that time um, put this on the same level as a psychological condition as OCD? Right. What absolute hysteria. You know, there was something, so many psychological conditions that were just made up to sort of push along propaganda Mm. To to just say like oh yeah this hysterical housewife or this or that but it was really postpartum or mm-hmm. it was really this is along the lines of that like what are you doing why are you saying this why and would also, you denigrate psychological conditions of obsessive compulsive disorder and something that's completely natural as sexuality which is you're just born into whoever you are not hello to mention, not to mention where's the joke. He's not joking in this. This is not him trying to be funny. Raven. Sexuality is is within your organs. It's it's what turns you on. It's yeah. what gets you excited. So that's biological. That's not I mean, some sexuality is psychological, but for the most part, like your physicality is what determines your sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Where do you, do you choose to be? You, you get cho- aroused you, at right. certain things physically, right? It's not because it's your involuntary. Head, it's, just, it's it's just it it's we're animals, right? Okay? Yeah, on like for level. example, Howard Stern doesn't really turn me on. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, you get you get an aversion. You're not allergic, but you have an aversion to mushrooms. Let's say you'd invented that aver- aversion, or you just was natural. I mean, there's just no way. To, uh, to propagate that nonsense where, you know, oh, it's a choice. Like, no, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. The other point I want to make is the fact that he was saying this at the time period that he was saying it in, which was, you know, tapering off the AIDS pandemic and everything else. And just the way our society was thinking of things, his talking points gave ammunition to people who were of the mind of this insanity. Mm-hmm. So it gave actual fodder and it gave logs into the fire of this absolute nonsense. So that's the problem. And mm-hmm. he spouted this nonsense and yes. stoked that fire for so long. So right. and never, n- never got any ne- pushback. 79. <laughs> Raven? I want to hear some more. I know this is a long clip, so let's see what else he has to say. Okay. What? (laughs) You don't have to. I got no problem with people being gay, but P.E. asked me, is it psychological or physiological? I mean, sure, a gay person could make love to someone of the opposite sex, but is that... If you dissect... Not making them heterosexual. If you dissect a gay person and a straight person, they're both physiologically the same. 
Because right. their blood you know runs the same way. I do. Their brains might. Their psychological that. issue is homosexuality. That's all there is to it. Now, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. I'm sure yeah. you don't. If you, yes, humans all have the same biological characteristics as do right. frogs, as do dolphins, as do, you know, spiders. It doesn't fucking matter. The point is, humans have different sexualities, you idiot, you fucking 79. Yeah. That's been known from times of Roman. I mean, are you serious? Are, are Is he serious? <laughs> I used to have a joke in my stand-up ages ago when you could still say the, the word fag. And I said, what, what did Romans used to call fags back in the day? <laughs> Senators. Uh, because it was so, it was acknowledged back then. Like you could have, it wasn't, sexuality was more ambiguous back then. You could have a guy or you could have a woman. It didn't matter. It was just a fucking hole. So in some ways they were more enlightened uh, in, you know, 2000 years ago around the time of the Caesars uh, with regard to sexuality because it, everything was, everything was accepted. Where you, yeah. Where do you think Sodom and Gomorrah came from? Isn't that a club on fifth? <laughs> um, let's go to the next bit because there's a little bit more. Sure, sure, Stop sure. it. This is, Stop it. Sure. This is Stop. Ooh, not Steve. I know, I know this you is... You knew you were heterosexual as yes, a child. I did. Don't you think there are gay people who know they're yes, gay? Yes, I do. But it's psychological. You didn't choose it. No, it's nothing you choose consciously. It... He's just saying... Okay, he's saying it's psychological. Yeah, go ahead, Raven. This is just such a fucking 79. Well, I find it interesting that Robin's fighting so hard for this being something you're born with. Mm -hmm. And we know her history. Like, we've often talked about the possibility of her being gay. Mm -hmm. You know, Martina Navratilova, Simona Dinnerstein, mm -hmm. all these women she's had relationships socially with. Yeah. And maybe that's, I don't know, I'm just conjecturing why she's fighting so hard for the opposite side here. Well, I'm so glad she is. I mean, because Lord knows she didn't fight hard for the side that she's the color of, so... <laughs> Good for this. <laughs> <laughs> Sally, we still get shit for that fucking episode. I'm like, why are you so mean to Robin? Um, look at it. <laughs> you listen to her and you tell us why. <laughs> if you listen for five minutes, you'll find every reason why we hate her, too. It's nothing you choose consciously. <laughs> Just like you don't choose consciously to have obsessive compulsive disorder. It's a psychological disorder. Oh, please. And, and, and you know what, not not even, let's all. not even call it a disorder. I don't want people bashing gay people. I'm just telling you, it's a psychological phenomenon. They don't want to grow up. Do you think oh, it's a curable thing? Yeah, it's curable. Absolutely. Please. Absolutely. How? Oh, my fucking Lord. He just gets deeper and deeper. So remember, guys, this clip is from 2003. And uh, it's because John, Stuttering John's still there, obviously, and Artie's there, but it's not so old that Jackie's there, you know what I mean? And um, I, I believe it's, oh, it's, sorry, it is 2002, my bad. 2002, 1104, okay. Uh, yeah, so how many years ago now? 19 years ago? 18 years ago? But, but 2002, so think about 2002. He should have been way past this sort of thinking. Right, and when the buddy on the phone decided to tell him, oh, look, it was in your book, he kind of sideswiped it. He didn't. He, he sidestepped it. He didn't exactly go, oh, that was all bullshit, whatever. He just decided he's going to double down on it. So 95 to 2002, seven years later, still has the same thoughts, almost eight years later. 
And he also comes out with a book where he's dressed in drag. Yeah. And makes all of his employees dress in drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Nothing wrong, so how are you being cured? Right, God, I don't know it, how to do it. To call it curable. It's, I'm the only guy <laughs> known to man that's cured himself of OCD. I that's had a terrible, terrible problem. Either. I didn't use any chemicals, and I'm completely free of it. But you think you could bring Gay Ramon in here, and, yes. and you work him for a year or whatever yes. you could do? Yes. You are not completely free of every phobia you have. You haven't cured yourself of anything. <laughs> no. And by the way, you just changed your symptoms. Gotta love Robin in this he, one. She, he actually, the fact that he tied this in together yeah. s- led him to step in shit. Because you now, with your weird, stupid theory, your 79 theory of OCD being tied into with homosexuality, you now just said, I cured myself of OCD. So you're tying yourself in with homosexuality as something that's psychological. Yep. Why? We don't know. You just pronounced this for no reason. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying you cured yourself of this. Right. You are saying you cured yourself of being gay. That's yes, what that's, you're saying. That's, that's why what I you're love saying. This, that's why I thought this clip was so important because it clearly, to me, it's, it's just illustrates someone smoking gun, smoking, smoking, flaming gun, maybe. Yeah, Raven. This is, smo- this is the smoking gun. Yeah. Notice he is the only, he's saying he is the only one who has cured himself of OCD. Magic me, thinking. me, me, I, I, I. Yeah. I am the only one. I'm so, I'm the unicorn. I am so special. Mm-hmm. So, Wrong. How- so how much of his psychotherapy do you think has been devoted to him trying to do like conversion therapy? A ton. I'm going to say it's indirectly in a way that he brings up like, I know a guy who blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we all know who it really is. Right. I, I, he'll bring I it up. It... The... Go ahead, Sam. I think it's a lot because I think when he started to do these like little boys trips like where he went out on vacations or he had grilling um seminars with the guys over the house or these poker nights i think these were all expeditions where his therapist was like you need to go and be around this sort of behavior you need to experience this sort of thing i think part of his conversion therapy or where or whatever his therapy involved or entailed had something to do with him at some point being socially involved with men's men going to scores yeah gambling poker nights yeah grilling yeah he really tried to do this i'm not joking training you know whatever and he really tried but he failed because it doesn't interest him. It doesn't imagine, interest him. Imagine going to the deli. Instead of getting T-bones, you get zucchini. <laughs> you ask the guy for zucchini and eggplant. Like, okay, I gotta throw these on the bobby. Yeah, go ahead, Raven. I think he was willing to try any suggestion whatsoever that the therapist yes. gave him. And that led him to all these hobbies. You know, even as far as running or chess or grilling or poker or whatever even strip clubs back in the day it was it was yeah. almost like it's all suppression okay, 
he he just needed to immerse himself in something mm-hmm. rather than just sitting at home yep. watching ridiculously awful TV shows. So right. that's like, where he yeah. that's what he did. That was his work. But yet I can't understand why guys like Jackie and all these people, Casey, everybody in the tornado, when they've got video audio clips of him saying, I, I watched trans, trans porn with um, Casey and Ralph, but that's not gay. That's not whatever. It's, I mean, for fuck's sake, everybody, it was right. Or, I'm, I know they're all afraid to because of, you know, litigation. They're worried about it. But it's, it's staring you in the face. I don't know how you could just, you know, go, well, he's a father. He's like, yeah, so was fucking Vincent Minnelli. <laughs> so was fucking Tony Perkins. He was a father. And he, he smoked the baloney pony. Sam? I agree with you. I think that they're all so immersed into this narrative of their own, which That's right. I think psychologically damaged them. Because like we said, he didn't pick people... For no reason. He picked people right. he knew he could manipulate. I guess. But, Jesus, I mean, <laughs> it's too many. when it's staring you at the face every day and every little bit, it, it, one time I already said, some bit, you some were the straightest man I know. Well, they did, but I mean, it, 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 it was always undercouched into, like, comedy, right? Artie would go, you were the straightest man I know, but with the gayest habits. Maybe he's the gayest man you know, and with the gayest habits, Artie. Or you're not willing to admit it, because you grew up with this big Coxman TV, you know, radio host, and he's, you know, scores and all this bullshit. And so, he has to fit that mold for you, otherwise, it's a psychologically damaging thing to you. Will was willing to call it out when he said, sure. look at what you did when you were back from Vegas. Yes, we're going to have to go through that clip one time when we have like a lot more time for a specific themed episode. Raven? This is a six-minute clip, eight minutes into it. Yeah. Do we need to keep going, or should we skip ahead? I think, I think we can go, go ahead with the next clip, because uh, otherwise we're going to go forever on it. So uh, let's go with the next one, which was uh, <laughs> with Roger Waters. Reaching Beirut via Route 79. Oh, God. Speaking as citizen of the world, is it true when you were like 18 years old, you hitchhiked from Beirut back to London or something? I did. That's wild. How did you end up in Beirut? Uh, It's a long story. Make it very short. I uh, bought a 1948 Morris Commercial Royal Naval Ambulance with five friends. Okay, hold on, guys. I had to to, to cut it up. (laughs) I just couldn't stop laughing when I heard this. You bought the company? No, the ambulance. No, we bought the ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) I I would buy an ambulance. (laughs) That's what I'm getting to. Okay, go ahead. To go to Beirut, obviously. (laughs) What an idiot. Yeah, and this one is... buying companies at (laughs) At 18 or 19? Uh, Next one is called Wiggis did, did you buy? Did you buy an ice cream? Did you buy? Did you buy friendlies? Did you buy good parlor? Sorry, Wiggis interrupts. No, I just went to get an ice cream cone. <laughs> just answer the question. Don't don't make fun well, of me. Did you did you graduate college? I went to the Regent Street School, uh, Polytechnic School of Architecture in London, um, for five years. And you didn't graduate? Uh, well, hang on. Let me... Go ahead. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> hey, I'm not David Gilmore. You don't have to yell at me. So, uh, listen, I, I, when, I, when I heard that clip, the first thing I thought was, I know Howard. I know him enough these years. 
that was him just getting fucking bored shitless with the way Roger Waters was his, just his intonation, the way he kind of let everything drag. Cause let's be honest, Roger Waters in an interview does not sound like Richard Simmons. So Wiggy needs, if he sounded like Paul Lind, it would be fine, <laughs> but he was bored. So he had to push him along. Go ahead. So. I re- I recently love Roger Waters even more for telling Mark Zuckerberg to fuck you. Yeah. So good on him. But Roger Waters, he, oh, did I recently graduate? Wiggy puts this elitist spin on everything where it's like, no, I didn't graduate, Howard. There are plenty of smart people who didn't graduate from college that are plenty smart. Yes, it's a feat if you graduate from college. Yes, you should be definitely, you know, acknowledged for graduating from whatever field you graduated in. But if you didn't, you know what you're doing. You know how you're framing this. You're being an elitist shit. You barely got into college. You barely got into college. If it weren't for Ben, Ben and Ray's money, you wouldn't have been into anywhere. Fucking 79. Yep. And I was going to play that one uh, we've already done, but uh, again, it's, it's just the one where he talks about how he got into Boston College on a fluke, and he, he just yeah. It's, it's we, maybe we should I don't know. The no, next one nobody is... here was te- nobody here had to buy their way into community <laughs> college testing grade, university grade, 13, grade fourteen yeah. and fifteen. Yeah, number no. next one is it's a one clip. It's Dan Aykroyd, and it's called "Wrong as the Days Long." Why are you not mad at Lorne Michaels for this reason? And I'll tell you why. Uh, when uh, Animal House was being put together, a part was offered to you. Lorne Michaels said, uh, Dan, you're under contract to us. You will not be in Animal House. Oh, no, no, that, that never happened. No, it didn't? He, no, no, he never, he never threatened nice. me at all. Never preventing anybody from leaving. It was my decision uh, to stay. I remember that very clearly. Uh, Landis was begging me, pleading me, pleading me. You got to do this. You're going to be deep. Okay, so yeah, it was the animal has D Day. I think it was. Uh, I can't remember his name. Bruce McCall, I believe that part. And uh, he was perfect in that. Raven, don't you love how Wiggy's like? I'm going to ask you this, and then I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Why? Why it is? <laughs> like, why are you even here? Come on! Don't even give the guy a fucking chance. Fuck yeah. you, I'm, I'm going to preface this question with the narrative I already invented, and then you respond. Yes, tell me, <laughs> tell me if I'm correct. Actually, don't even bother. Why don't? Once upon a time. Yeah, this the next one is Sarah Jessica Parker, and this was from 2013, I believe, guys. So we're playing with time completely. These are these span the years, but this was post Marcy. I'm pretty sure. You know what? I tried desperately to get a Photoshop out of smashing pumpkins, 1979, but I couldn't do it <laughs> because it Bad. just doesn't, it doesn't lend itself to it. So this one's, uh, called, uh, I had a production company, but what's a producer. What does that mean to be the producer though? Do you have to, <laughs> what? <laughs> I love how he plays dumb with celebrities as if to like gain their favor. Like if you know I'm dumber than you, then you'll, you know, acquiesce and you'll actually answer questions. It's like, I'm going to make you seem like I'm a harmless, stupid, dumb fawn. And uh, you're going to answer whatever questions I come up with. What do you mean by two plus two equals four? (laughs) I'm not sure. What can you tell me? Um, What? Again, we're getting into Chris Farley show territory, but either way, um, Wig Farley rather. Number the next one is called "Do fundraisers ask you for money?" 
Yes. So, yeah. yeah. When you when you go to a fundraiser, uh, do they expect you to make a big donation? Um, I think there's there's oftentimes that they ask, do you not go to any fundraisers? No, I, because I don't want to disappoint them with, a, with if I make a too shabby a donation. <laughs> so. Uh, but we're uh, normal, I don't believe I, we're right, involved with it. Yeah, I do go. Amount. I go to I go to fundraisers. Right. So. I love this interview because she got him with the <laughs> children question and he was fucking fumpering. <laughs> he only goes to fundraisers that benefit him. Yeah. That's it. Bottom yeah, line. Ta tax shelters. He doesn't, or, he doesn't want to go to fundraisers that what he that don't that he that he might not tip correctly. Basically, right. that's what he's saying. Yeah. So he doesn't want to be he's shown up. Uh what you 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 fund <laughs> a tax shelter cat house <laughs> did you know how many human human needs are in need right now it's a north shore animal it's like an oversized scratching post oh go ahead <laughs> if it's not a tax deduction or front row seats to the knicks he's not doing it bottom That's line right. They're burning piles of body in India from coronavirus. I mean, oh, what are you? Sam. What are you doing? What are you doing for the world? Here, here's another eyeless cat. Give me fifty grand. Sam, <laughs> Sam, that is not germane to this discussion, please. Uh, Sam, those eyeballs are very important to certain people. I'll have you know. <laughs> That's his fountain of youth. He mixes them in with almonds. I'm not going to say any more than that. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's some some satanic ritual where he, you know, his his hair stays long, like curly and firm and in place. Which, which, oh, by yeah. the Woody, way, he's going to remake the craft. <laughs> that great film. <laughs> well, he hates children, so he's drinking the blood of babies to keep himself yeah. young right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next cool. clip is called "Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board." <laughs> this is Kate Hudson. I was uh, thinking about, uh, that's the question. I'm glad to be here. You know, I was uh, thinking about you. And, you know, I was uh, thinking about this, uh, like your life. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that, like Dick Cavett? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to choke. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, so the next one is from. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Hold almost on. worse than Johnny Carson when he was looking at Ed McMahon. He's like, "You think you're fooling somebody? Like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? You do you think you're fooling somebody by being an interviewer right now? What are these questions?" But you, you every time you mention Carson, uh, I think of some fast, fast fucking move. When he goes, like, Anne Margaret was on the show and she was braless and she was dancing around. And believe me, guys, the fun was, the fun bags were yeah, just like, it was, fun. it was, it was, it was like a bouncy house. And if you were, like, I she remember. Was, you, she <laughs> was like, women in the audience were like, I'd fuck her. <laughs> yeah. So she was that fucking hot and that, like, you know, whatever. And I think she was lip syncing, actually, but I could be wrong. But either way, um, she gets on the couch and he goes, I wish my grandmother was alive. That would have killed her. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is called this is with scarlett johansson it's called abbreviations or wiggy's kryptonite what do you make of this whole uh scar joe thing i don't i don't like it <laughs> when they call you scar joe when i what you can't you about stop it, it. what yeah. <laughs> sam's laughing <laughs> he's offended <laughs> 
<laughs> what if they call you Jim Fi? <laughs> Betho. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo Exactly what do, you make of it when they call, what do you make of it when they call This downtrodden Bleached up horse Betho <laughs> Well wouldn't it be better to be Ho Stern the, 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 the abbreviation started When like Jennifer Aniston Was married to Angelina Jolie I mean, uh, when, when Brandon, What? Jennifer was married when, to no. uh, What? <laughs> He was just, this is freestyle, freestyle wiggy without notes is like, is like, man, this is a picture of, it's like a surrealist nightmare of a talk show. No, that, that, well, I didn't want Breaking to say anything. That, no, when Brad Pitt, you know, that would be like Brangelina, you know what I mean? Right. Like, 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 why no, are you Scar a, Joe? But that's a mixture. I thought it started with Jennifer Lopez being J-Lo. Oh, yeah, maybe that's it. But why can't yeah. they just say, oh, they're yeah, she hates I, I, you. Is an abbreviation for your name? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> She'll never be on and the J show. It, what an idiot. J-Lo hates him. <laughs> so why even bring that up? J-Lo hates him. But also, why not understand that that's exactly where that started coming from? I think she. it was pretty much with Jennifer Lopez where that became a thing. Yes, you're, that became you're welcome. the thing. Yeah. That last one is called Scarlet, a hot 10-year-old. When you go to public school, they go, hey, there's the kid who uh, is in North and just was on Off-Broadway. You must have been like, the, and you're hot. It must be like... A uh, hot 10-year-old? Well, you know, <laughs> a 10-year-old probably thought you were attractive. I don't know about that. So you're not a hot 10-year-old? If you're in the movies, you're not a hot 10-year-old. Yeah, you can Listen, go back I was a 10-year-old little boy, getting... there were 10-year-old girls. I was really turned on. I'm getting hot. Really it was cheer. appropriate. Oh, my God. I know. But... The <laughs> the oh, shut factor. the fuck up, Wiggy. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh my god, Jeffrey, I'm having like uh, Howard's, flashes. Howard's on deck next to Jeffrey Epstein's massage. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me let me see if I can find it. I'm not sure if Christ I can find almighty. it. Almighty, what an what? idiot. You know what's so great about all these clips you've gathered? And a lot of them are recent in the beginning, but like some of them go way back, mm -hmm. even as far as 2002. So 79 is not new. It's just been there all along. We've just finally picked up on it right. in the past like four or five years. And we've brought it to you guys. So you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, and it, you know, for years we thought he's just playing dumb. No, he's really retarded. But so many people have commented on old posts of videos that they found and, you know, the I prank, no one else pranks, mm -hmm. different things like that just show how low IQ he is mm -hmm. when yep. it comes to stuff and how insecure and the MPD. Thank you, Chicago, Bob. It's it's just phenomenal. Like everything we have attested to has shown itself. Over and over and over. I wanted to play this one clip because you're just talking about massages and uh, Dice <laughs> Dice is on Rogan and he doesn't. He said, "Imagine if you could do your Travolta imitation based on the controversy with uh, uh, Travolta was going through with that masa masseuse or masseur and uh, the lawsuit at the time." Do you know mm -hmm. what kind of nuclear arsenal of a joke you have in your in your in your, in your wheelhouse if you just did it with you do an impression of Travolta and have some massage bit. Do you know with that impression how good that bit would be? I know you don't want to do it in the ad luck out of uh, 
you know, courtesy to Travolta. I know you think he's very talented. You don't do jokes about him. But my God, what a fucking crushing yeah. bit you would have. Yeah, but I, I can't. You know what? <laughs> you know, I, your impression is is really good. And then with the, the situation is so ridiculous. Him just wanting to get jerked off by all these guys. Him saying, let me massage you. You know, like, it's, the whole thing is great. I mean, it, it's ripe for comedy. I'm not hating the guy. I love would, him. Would you like me to dig my thumbs into your neck a little? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, what? I, I don't Come care. on, he's telling me. Are you telling me that you pretending to massage a guy and then Stallone says to him, then Sly says, you know what, that feels pretty good. <laughs> so we're going to play a little audio here, guys. It's a bit dodgy, but uh, it's the best we can do right now. Um, I'll see what I can do in post-production about St um, Crystal, uh, sorry, um, uh, Crystal Ball and Sagar, uh, who went on Rogan and started talking just all sorts of things. But then Rogan at one point brings up the Summit video that we went through uh, in three parts. That's Who Mourns for a Dumbass, if you're, not, if you're a new fan. And um, we, it's only an hour Summit, but we managed to make it eight hours of breakdown because it was just excruciating and funny in how bad it was and how awful it was. But uh, Sam, you'd like to say... And I love this because uh, Crystal and Sagar are what I think is what uh, political shows should be like. Crystal Ball is a progressive Democrat and Sagar is a conservative. And they have an amazing show um, called Rising on the Hill. And now they are no longer on that show. They are on a new show called Breaking Points. And it's really great. But they went on Rogan. They've been on Rogan previously, and they were both, well, Sagar especially was a Stern fan, and he had never heard of this Summit video, so this was new to him, and he was so excited to hear what this Summit video was, because he couldn't believe that somebody got into Stern's ear and was bringing these points to him and it's also interesting too because rogan definitely intently listened to this summit and what stern mm -hmm. was saying mm -hmm. which is he, he's mentioned it in other interviews as well like here and there like he's just just an aside and i don't i mean it's clearly he's he's um he clearly thinks it's not just a sellout move, but just incredibly pathetic and uh, sad for someone who was so huge to have to resort to this thing and the Twitter things, the fake Twitter accounts and all that. So if you read, if you go through the breakdown or if you just listen to the Summit video yourselves, guys, which is available on YouTube pretty easily, you'll hear for, mm -hmm. you know, what we're talking about. But more recently, Raven, when we go through the breakdown, we are going to discuss a clip where he completely reshins on the summit saying we don't re we don't go after people we don't do this it's it's right. such bullshit so i wish we could play it now but that's well for we'll save it for the breakdown yep. you know when howard stern got busted doing that did he no i, I don't know I don't yeah know there was, a, there was yeah. a conference he had a conference for all of his employees and there's a video that got leaked and showing telling all oh the employees to make fake accounts and then tweet at celebrities that they you want to be on Howard Stern. You don't have your employees do That's why I'm covering up right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing him under the bus. I thought that was the same thing. Common protocol. No, I've never, I've never even advertised a show. So I guess I, I don't know the so context because I didn't sad. read the whole thing. Raven? Well, Seeger Saint claims to be some kind of fan but he knows nothing of this but this was one of the hugest things in our universe as a Stern oh, yes. fan 
Oh, yeah. Like, even if you're just Googling his videos on YouTube, it's going to pop up. You're yeah. going to see it. It's yeah, in the algorithm. That's right. And a, no, a number of people uploaded it just in case it was going to disappear, which amazingly enough, it didn't. He didn't, I copy, he didn't ID tag it and it was just spewed everywhere and didn't cause us any problems, which was amazing. I was, I was expecting for sure he would crack down on us, the old place, you know, but he never did. And, uh, I guess he figured eh, it's out there. Can't do anything about it now. And people got copies of it left and right. It's not like no one's saving this. It'll like never that. go away. Yeah. No, it won't. Well, I just love the reaction from Sagar and Crystal of being like, no way. Yeah. Like, no way someone like him would do that. Really? And, yeah, and that, the, the takeaway, the funny part was, in that one, if you wanted, like, we really could have just directed you to those that three-part summit coverage we did to show you exactly how 79 he really is, because he undercuts every single argument within a minute, within a, the, the beginning of talking about something. He just completely contradicts himself, and he proves himself to be as stupid as we all think he is. So uh, I think that's the that's the last of it, guys. Um, I don't know that we want to go into the Howard is retarded clip because we played it before and not even that long ago. So um, if you guys have any anything else to add. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed this little uh, revisionist <laughs> history of the 79. Anniversary 79 episode. Happy and 79. Thanks. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Yeah, thanks guys so much. We love you. And uh please if you if you feel generous to donate on Podbean, uh, sorry, on Patreon or on PayPal, the links at the beginning of the video and it's in the description as well. And thank you to all of those who have done so the last little while. We love you. Bye guys. Bye. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. I'm just doing great. If you weren't a boxer, what would you be doing? <laughs> Lied somebody. <laughs> do, you, do you think there should be random drug testing for athletes? Yeah, but most athletes are more clean anyway. They just, they just go to a, a head thing. I mean, they go into. They just make everything clean, so. Yeah, they should. <laughs> Can't believe he went into boxing. <laughs>